Hey, it's Pat and Stu, and uh, the unlovely and non-talented Jeffy. Right there. Right there. Right there. (laughs) (laughs) And his uh, daily greasy uh, greeting, uh, which is uh, slimy and... Hard to like. uh, I'll say that. Hard to like. You said a mouthful there, Stu. <laughs> it's really, I try every day yeah. to come in here and do the show. And no, it's so it. hard. It's so stinking hard to, you know, even, I mean, we, we have le- uh, limits on our tolerance. You know, there are limits. We try to be tolerant. We try to be inclusive. But do you? Yeah, we, we try hard. We do. do you? Yeah, this is us trying. <laughs> we give it our level best. Um, before we get into the, uh, the news of the day, uh, Jeffy, uh, how less fat are you? Uh, about the same. About the same. Yeah, it's about the same. But bro, I just broke even this morning. So you did not lose any weight yesterday? Mm-hmm. Like, I went home too late, ate dinner too late. What'd you have for dinner? Uh, a couple of uh, bratwursts. And a, Perhaps uh, that had something to do with it. Two bratwurst and a sweet potato. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Two bratwurst and a sweet seem potato. like it fits into a diet plan. Uh, I could be wrong. Well, you are. He's I going am? to tell okay. you that you're allowed to eat a sensible dinner along with his five bars uh, that he's been eating. By the way, which we've noticed, he's upping the amount of bars from five. To we've upped our no, amount of bars. One, no, some that's not true. Yours. Some that's multiple true. of five. I mean, you could still multiply that's five and true. get to I, the I, number five bars. Mm-hmm. You're just saying that they are, you know, the bars are the the incorrect maintenance bars. bars. I had five yes. bars. They were the king size, <laughs> foot long, uh, twelve pound Hershey bars. There are different size. There's different size plates for different servings. Uh-huh. Oh, him and the freaking bumper stickers when you get into this stuff. How much weight have you lost overall? So, uh, well, seventeen on the challenge. Seventeen pounds. Seventeen and, on and the twenty one since and about twenty and yeah. twenty. Okay. Because you know, you notice like even like like the spoon segments, he never gives you a real number. No, I know. It's ab- about 20. Well, your weight fluctuates so mm-hmm. much. Well, I'm not asking what you weigh right now. What did you weigh in when you were on a scale and a number came up? Like I'm not asking. Like yes, yeah, it's I about get twenty. Why about? Why th- these are specific is. measurements? Yeah, the scale needle moves. You never know exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, that's a crying. They're usually digital now. <laughs> yeah. um, that's your scale trembling from. Do you have terror. a scale from 1968? <laughs> uh, what? Yes, yeah, got the little circle. <laughs> well, it's interesting to keep up with uh, with your your efforts here, uh, and we'd like to congratulate. I'm on my way. I'm You're doing you, very I good. Feel good. good. Yeah, good, and good. I will say, typically you don't. Uh, you usually <laughs> fail. Uh, just like you know. On, you know, life. For you. I had a sens- sensible dinner last night. Yeah? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I had a side of beef. and uh, Oh, but my two bratwurst and sweet potato side, was hell. Side of beef and uh, three pounds of potatoes. <laughs> that's it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Here's and the difference. Then, well, he's not I saying mean, he's dieting. I mean, a gallon dieting. of ice cream after all. Pat isn't saying he's dieting. You're telling us you're dieting, <laughs> and you're saying, I didn't lose any weight. I only had the two bratwursts. <laughs> I, but two <laughs> bratwursts and sweet potato that were cooked in lard. Uh... And then, uh, uh, then I then I just ate some grease and uh, two sticks of butter. Uh, uh, then I, I was still hungry, so I went to Chick Fil A and had seven Chick Fil A <laughs> oh, sandwiches. And some oh, I wish that were true. Waffle fries. You know, I wish that were true. And a, four milkshakes. Yeah, four milkshakes. Four. <laughs> Um, you know but they were only the regular milkshake, <laughs> so it was okay. 
Only the regulars. Only the regulars. Right. regulars. It's like, that's almost too large. <laughs> I, I didn't order the extra large. Just give me four regular milkshakes, if you would. Make, make sure they're regular. Um, wait, I have a, one observation on this before we move on. All right. Which is, have you noticed with Jeffy? Uh, no, this is interesting, I think. It's interesting. You know, no, I'm, I'm interested, because normally Jeffy will go anywhere. He'll talk about his prostitution claims, drug use, uh, you know, uh, it's stuff that you can't even talk about in the air. He'll talk about mm-hmm. anything when we bring this mm-hmm. stuff up, and it'll always escalate it. But when the diet stuff recently, you notice, like, we'll be like, oh, man, you had, like, too many bratwursts. You can have two bratwursts and a sweet potato. <laughs> That's a sensible choice for dinner. He gets all serious? Yeah, he's here's my all sensitive it. about yeah, it. Here's my theory on it. I have a theory. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jeffy is like an alcoholic who won't step into a bar. Mm. He won't even tempt himself to think about eating poorly right now because he's so he's locked in hard. that if he goes off the wagon, it's going to be like... He's going to gain back the 20 pounds in a weekend. <laughs> so he's so locked in. That's Plus another bad, that's 30. A pretty, that's a pretty good theory. Yeah, That's and, a darn good theory. Yeah, because it. It, you know, it could be an all-you-eat diner at 2 o'clock in the morning like that. Where oh, were yeah. you at 2 a.m.? Were you cheating on me? No, honey, I was at the diner. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> I actually just had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for dinner last night. That's all I actually Really? Had. Peanut butter and jelly. I, I don't think that's good for you. I, I, don't, I wonder the, what the caloric intake of... Two pieces of bread. Yeah, you would say peanut butter and regular and bread. Jam. Yeah, like a good, uh, you know, so, like not a light bread, like a normal slice no, of bread. Normal. Let's bread? say a hundred calories what a slice. A, so you're about two hundred there. Then you're at. Uh, you think it's 100 a hundred a slice? It's uh, between. I, I'm assuming you have like forty no. per slice. No, no, forty. No. Hundred. If, if wow. you get a ultra, th- there's Jeez. an ultra thin yeah, Sarah Lee yeah. bread that's called very thin. Mm-hmm. Those are forty a slice. They're like wow. this big. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. So it, I would say a typical slice of normal bread is about 80, but okay. my guess is you got like multi-grain or something like that, which was uh-huh. probably like 100. Okay, um, so that's 200. And then so jelly, you probably put 100 calories of jelly on there if it's normal jelly. Right, um, And it you is. probably put a normal... 250 pieces of Holy peanut crap. butter on So there. that's a lot. That's still yeah, I mean, if you, five 600 calories. Yeah, if you went light, yeah, I mean, like if you want light peanut butter, like if you go with the yeah, sugar-free no. jelly, no. Uh, what light? And of course, you only butter. used what? What do you use that for? Your peanut butter or a serving? No, a I, serving? I don't know what it's. If a serving is about, uh, usually two tablespoons is a serving so, yeah. of peanut butter. Half a cup, then yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a peanut butter. Uh, yeah, peanut butter. Peanut butter. Yeah, it's. Uh, I love peanut butter too. It's pricey on the calorie. Yes, it's kind of very density. calorie dense. Yeah. Um, it, but did you know uh, this is again? We have not. We could have talked about the Trump Kobe thing. We could have given. We, could. we gave you eight yes. minutes on peanut butter right. and jelly, and we're not sorry about it. But I will say, uh, <laughs> did you hear that there is a like peanut butter and jelly is like the food of the NBA. What? Like it's in every locker room. Like they eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches like crazy. And there are some arguments where, especially if you're, like, you know, like you are a high uh, activity person, where you're a person who's just mm-hmm. constantly moving, you're oh. constantly exercising, perpetual you're training motion, they all me. the time. They call me perpetual motion. That's right. They, mm-hmm. That's what the, you have a bumper sticker on your car that says, yeah. they call me perpetual motion. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's true. <laughs> yes. uh, but when you're, when you, it's, you know, it can be very good. It's obviously sweet and it's, it's delicious. I like peanut butter and chocolate. Well, I, I do too. I do too. I didn't know that. I did, I just found out this week uh, on some... Food Network uh, show that 
the most popular sandwich in America is peanut butter and jelly. Oh, yeah. It's not the hamburger. It's not a Reuben. It's not uh, ch- uh, grilled cheese. It's peanut butter and jelly. That's interesting because I don't know. Uh, oh, I don't good. know um, what exactly uh how that can be considering like you think of it i associate it with a kid's sandwich even though i like yeah i associate with a kid's sandwich but now kids can't even bring them to school half the time i know know our kids when we went they had a preschool they could not bring you bring a a peanut butter and jelly sandwich into the school the kids got a duck under the desk it's like you're wearing a freaking vest in your hamas (laughs) not only that but cps will show up and take your kids from your home they will you know we had to buy because you know kids like peanut butter and jelly they want to eat peanut butter and jelly so you know what we had to buy what? Sunflower butter. Oh, God. Sunflower butter. Good jelly. golly. Really? Sunflower oh, butter. Because that's okay. You can bring sunflower butter, which is, I don't know what it is. It kind of tastes loosely like peanut butter. What it's kind not- of butter comes out of a sunflower? That doesn't sound no. tasty. Got- what do you squeeze the sunflower into something that right? oozes out? Well, that's, they have sunflower seeds. That's ridiculous. You ate sunflower yes. seeds playing baseball, yes. probably. Yes. I guess you could mash those into a butter somehow. I don't know. <laughs> I guess, but who'd want to? We used to have grilled peanut butter. You ever have a grilled Ooh. peanut butter sandwich? Oh, those that sounds good. delicious right now. Where's those the grilled really peanut butter? Where is <laughs> Thank it? you. Jeffy, now we've now... We've, the whole break was designed to make Jeffy break the diet. <laughs> and now right. I think it's happening. worked. I, you, you, see, you said a grilled peanut butter sandwich in front of me right now. That bad boy is gone. You could see the lust in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's undressing it right you now. You put a couple oh, of slices naked of already. bread on a peanut butter. You know, oh, man. <laughs> All so, right. So James Comey uh, has got a memo. All right, let's go to commercial. Um, so mm. no, uh, so James Comey had a big thing uh, yesterday. Where this was a big memo that was apparently released. It was a contemporaneous uh, Contemporaneous memo. memo. A com- com- contemporaneous account mm-hmm. of a meeting he had with the president, in which mm. the president apparently uh, told him, uh, look, come on. This Michael Flynn thing, he's a good guy, he didn't do anything wrong. I, I hope you can find your way to let this thing go, because he's a good, good guy, and, uh, you know, I love him. First of all, he's not a good guy. I, I, I mean, I, I, w- w- people are like, oh, you guys are so anti-Trump. What do we say about Donald Trump? His worst appointment was Michael Flynn. It might now bring down his presidency. So uh, you can say that you didn't like what we were talking about that, at that point, but maybe somebody should have been listening. Because the issue here is Michael Flynn is, is not a good character in this. He uh, has served the country. He's done some things that have been great. But, I mean, you know, a lot of people have done that. Um, and they wound up, the end of the story was not so wonderful. I mean, I don't think uh, all that much of John McCain's career, despite the fact that he was heroic in the military. Uh, so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot to, to, to digest there. Bottom line is, here's a, a memo written by James Comey at the time of the meeting. So not after he got fired, not after they were mortal enemies, but at the time of the meeting. Contemporaneous? Well, yes, contemporaneous <laughs> account of, of the meeting. And uh, he filed mm-hmm. this in some way, which looks like he filed it with the thought of, hey, eventually like someone's going to ask me about this because uh, this could be a scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was at the time. And that memo was not seen by the New York Times, but read to the New York Times over the phone uh, by an, a Comey ally. So there is reason to be somewhat skeptical. We need to see the memo. We need to see the other memos that are, uh, potentially exist. That was then reported by the New York Times, but not printed by the New York Times. So we have not seen it. Um, and the account uh, essentially is, look, he was trying to get involved and stop Comey. Say to Comey, look, look, come on. We're on the same team here. Let this guy go. Uh, that's, a, that's not good. That's not that's not that does not have a good look to it. 
Uh, and when you're the president of the United States, you have an underling who's supposed to be independent, investigating uh, these things, the head of the FBI. Uh, it's a real problem. And if it turns out to be the case that the New York Times presented, he's going to be in serious trouble over this. There's a good argument to be made that it will not turn out that way because the media constantly lets us down on, 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 on the facts on these things. And I think the best case scenario for Trump here that's rational and reasonable because, you know, who knows, maybe the New York Times just came up with their own memo. I don't think that's, that's what happened. I think the, most, the best case for Trump here, though, is that they overplayed their hand. Which the New York Times does all the time. New York Times does all the time. Mm-hmm. They are presenting it in a worse light than it actually is. And when people hear the truth, they'll say, "Come on, that's not what you promised." Mm-hmm. And maybe it will go away. But I mean, he, look, the White House is in crisis at this point. You can you can turn on a plenty of networks. You can turn on lots of people that you might listen to or watch, and they'll all tell you, "Oh, what a wonderful, brilliant plan from Donald Trump to fire James Comey and cause this outrage." And oh, he's really going to get him when he's on the stand. When Comey's on the stand, then we'll really know the truth. This is just brilliant politics. It's just you don't understand. He's playing fifty-five dimensional chess, and you don't get it. You can hear that from a million sources. The bottom line is that is not accurate. He's flailing. He's getting nothing done. When's the last time you heard him talk about a policy? He's got nothing's being done. He's he's advancing nothing forward. He's in constant playing constant defense, and uh, it is a White House in crisis at this point. Yeah, he might now. He might wind up getting out of it. He usually does, but uh, it he, doesn't he, seem like he's winning right now. No, and he usually we've admitted this in the past. He almost always wins. Uh, we just found that during the campaign, and he did. He won the presidency, and we just. I mean, we didn't see it at the beginning, and then we kind of gave in, and we said, okay, we give up, surrender. He wins. Yep. He wins all the time. Right now, it certainly doesn't feel that way. It feels like the pressure and, and the criticism is winning the day. And he can't seem to find a way to solve it. You know, Mr. Yeah. Businessman, Mr. I'm, gonna, I'm the problem solver, can't seem to find a way to get the, the people he employs to be able to handle their job. Or to inform them on, as to ha- how to handle their jobs. I mean, I, you know, I, I am no fan of Sean Spicer or Kellyanne Conway. But to make to continually put them in a position in which they have to, as a requirement of their job, make an ass of themselves every day, is so irrational. Uh, from uh, just mm-hmm. a a way to run a business that I don't understand it. And the only way he really can seemingly argue for himself here is to say, look, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I went in there with Michael Flynn. He's a guy I know. He, or, excuse me, not Michael Flynn, uh, James Comey. The guy just basically handed me the presidency, or at least tried to, right? So, I mean, that's the way it was seen by many people. He comes into my office. I say, you know what, Vice President, in Sessions, you guys leave. Let me have a one-on-one with this guy. And I said, come on, man, let's just get this. The Flynn thing is going gonna, gonna to hamper everything. Let's just get it out of the way. He didn't do anything wrong anyway. I, uh, just, just get this out of the way. I, I hope you could find your way to that. That may be, that's, a, that's a somewhat innocent uh, explanation as to what he may have done. Mm-hmm. However, having no knowledge as to how to do the job he's currently employed in, uh, he seemingly uh, was crossing different lines like this every day, and now he's being caught up in it, and he can't seem to find a, a way to unwind it every day. I mean, think about this. Yesterday, this Comey thing comes out. It wasn't even the story of the day. It was the Russia thing. Mm-hmm. The Russian thing was in the middle of blowing up. Uh, they were saying that Israel was maybe the source of it, and we don't know if that's true. Mm-hmm. You, you go through all of it. That was in the middle of blowing up. That's up forgotten. Every day, there's five or six new things that come up that are disastrous to any other administration. Yeah. And the one thing that is really amazing to me in all of this 
is getting very little coverage. And that's the fact that he admitted that the the Russian thing, as he called it, the Russian yeah. thing, had something to do with the firing of Comey. Yeah, when everybody, all of his supporters are denying it uh, as much as they can, yep. yelling until their voices give out that, no, that had nothing to do with it. He was He didn't like him from the beginning. And then he comes out and says, yeah, that, that was part of my reasoning for firing him. What? You allowed what? Mike Pence. That's unbelievable. Mike Pence, the vice president of the United States, to look like a buffoon. Right. To come out in front of the American people and say the exact opposite of what your president then said two days later. And then his blind followers, where do you go with that? You just, just ignore it, I guess. You I don't You don't talk about well, it. Well, it's interesting because, I mean, look, what we're seeing in the polling right now, which is kind of interesting, is that the, the support for Trump among Republicans is generally stable. It's down a little bit. Uh, as these things are going on. But what's really dropped has been his strong support. So when he took office, mm. his strong support was the vast majority of, of his supporters. They were, you know, enthusiastic and mm-hmm. optimistic. If you, if you were on the Trump train, you were really on the Trump train. Now, there's a lot more hesitance. There's a lot of like, eh, maybe this isn't working out. I mean, I still support him, but not so strongly. Um, and that's starting to peck away at, at his support. Um, and, and, and that's look. It's going to be that's going to be a problem. And he doesn't seem to have any solutions as to how to handle it. I mean, they keep talking about this big shakeup in the White House. I don't know if he's going to pull the trigger on that or not. But I mean, uh, you know, the Comey thing was a objectively a he, terrible decision. He might do it now just to yeah, might as well get something it. else going into the news cycle. Yeah, and distract the the uh, media on it. Triple eight seven two seven back. It's uh, Pat and Stu. Now I'm speaking contemporaneously. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a contemporaneous way, mm-hmm. your current, your contemporaneous <laughs> phone carrier yeah. is using your money to undermine your contemporaneous beliefs. They're spending tens of millions of dollars to remove conservatives from office and support things like Planned Parenthood and global warming. Luckily, contemporaneously, uh-huh. you have Patriot Mobile. Yeah, Patriot Mobile. right now, in real time. It's kind of right now you could call them. You don't think these people know what contemporaneous means? I'm just making sure. I just wanted to emphasize your point. I don't don't know if you put a hard enough uh, uh, point on that. Thank you, Pat. Mm -hmm. Patriot Mobile contemporaneously offers nationwide talk and text with high-speed 4G LTE data, and Mm. the prices are contemporaneously competitive. Uh, They also are – actually, they're really good. They're better than that. Uh, They'll also donate uh, 5% of your bill. Uh, to monthly uh, to uh, to the conservative organization of your choice every month, uh, and and that's mm-hmm. a great deal because if you realize that your money is going to support liberal causes, progressive causes, you want to reverse that. Um, and mm. the funny thing is too, if five percent, let's just say five percent of your money is going to liberal causes with some other phone company, uh, and five percent of your money now goes to a conservative cause, that, that's a ten percent split. So you're really you're taking a, you're taking a, you're making a real difference there, and that's Definitely. important. Plus, they'll buy out your current contract if that's an issue for you. Credits up to five hundred a line or fifteen hundred per account, and you can keep your phone number so you don't have to text everybody in that really obnoxious way. And say, oh, my new phone number you can reach me at. You don't have to worry about any any of that. All while supporting conservative causes. Yep. Let's give you some of the details here. You can get a free iPhone 5S or Galaxy S5 when you sign up for a $45 monthly unlimited talk, text, and data plan. You Mm. can choose from a lot of other great phones. We have the iPhone 7 ourselves. Uh, Plus, they'll give you 10% off if you're in the military or if you're a first responder family. Uh, Call them now. They're going to waive the $35 activation fee with the promo code Pat and Stu. There's just so much. I mean, there's just so much. So get a hold of Patriot Mobile today at PatriotMobile.com slash Pat and Stu. 
patriotmobile.com slash patentstew or 1-800-A-PATRIOT. 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, Eric Erickson is is saying that uh, whatever you've heard about uh, Trump, the reality of what he's done is far worse than you're being told. Uh, he he says he knows one of the sources um, on the Trump story, and he was very much pro Trump all during the campaign, apparently. And this guy tells him that what Trump has done with this leaked information to the Russians, is far worse than we're being told. Mm. I, I, that's pretty amazing and uh, a real concern, I would think. Um, so we'll see. He, he revealed that uh, some of the staff have covertly turned to the media in an effort to get Trump to change. I'm told that what the president did is actually far worse than what's being reported. The president doesn't seem to realize or appreciate that his bragging can undermine relationships with our allies and with human intelligence sources. He also does not seem to appreciate that his, that his loose lips can get valuable assets in the field killed. Pretty sobering. Mm. And honestly, I, I, I don't know that, that Trump has the sophistication to let that sink in. I don't know that he cares. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm I mean, sure he doesn't want any U.S. asset, uh, no. anybody in the intelligence or military, anybody to get I, killed. I don't think he wants anything but, bad to happen. I do think he prioritizes himself over everyone else. Yes, um, so, so that's a different story. And, I, and this is a thing we get a lot from. Cause I was amazed by the last couple of days. You get these opinions, like occasionally people will, you know, tweet or whatever, and, and they'll say, like, I, you know, you guys are sound different than everyone else. You realize that? Do you realize that you guys sound, no one else is saying these things. Do you realize that? Like, it's an insult. Like, how, are you not aware that other hosts are just parroting talking points and you should be too? Uh, screw off. Right. I mean, that's screw just, off. it's I, ridiculous. In all seriousness, like, I, I don't, uh, we're not Never bound will by I make a decision based on that. by blind Trumpism. We're not care. we're not bound by that. We we there's no I don't understand the connection of the rest of the media to this guy. Yeah. Why are you just parroting everybody and not looking at the facts? It's or like what my family said last week uh, to me. Uh, they when I I left the room because I was getting so irritated about their Trump support, and somebody in my family asked somebody else why I was so opposed to Trump. And I'm like, and then I was told that later. And I thought, how can you not know? <laughs> well, I, we've, we said it every day for a year. Yeah. How can you not We were know? killed you every your, day for a year for not. Yeah. Do you close your eyes and ears and just say, la, 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 I won't hear anything bad. Is that what you do? Because It's amazing how many you'd people have want to. that. You know, and I can understand you'd that sometimes. So when I remember in the Bush administration uh, when things were going really badly, there were times I was just like, God, I just can't take another minute Man. of this terrible news. Like, I just, right. I wanted that's to hear true. someone saying something positive. And that, I think that's part of the Trump thing, but it's so all the time with Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, no one wants to hear even the most mildly critical word about him. And uh, that's, right. And that's not people right. in this audience, generally speaking, but, I mean, just saying overall. And there's a chunk of the radio audience that's like this, because where this is a, uh, you know, uh, this is an audience where people come 
you know, specifically for this stupid show. I don't, we don't understand it either, by the way. Thank you for doing it. Um, but, you know, where radio, it's like a much more, it's a broader, you know, it's more broad. So you have people who are just turning on, they're no local news station, or they're turning on the station they listen to, you know, another talk show host on, and we happen to come on after, or whatever. So, like, the, the audience is a little bit different. Um, it's just amazing to me. I mean, I, I keep saying, people will be like, oh, every time you bring up anything by, that was reported in the New York Times or Washington mm-hmm. Post, it says, oh, the instant jump to fake news. Like, I get that they're, they have a, they a lot of times are a crap heap of a source. And I, I, we've been critical of them a million times. But you also have to look at what they do and, and take each piece of it uh, straight. And I, it's like, think about it for a minute. Think critically for a moment here. They, you have this source that is telling the Washington Post something, and you immediately react and say it's fake news. At the same time, you're calling for investigations into leaks in the White House. Why would leaks matter if it was fake news? Think about this critically for just a second. If you have someone in your life who's a nonstop Trump supporter, ask them this question. If the leaks are all fake and they don't have sources, why are you so focused on trying to root out leaks? The truth is, you know the leaks are real. And these things are real. And these, uh, these stories are real often. Not all the time, but often. These sources are real people that work closely in the White House over and over and over again. They've had to take phones away from people in meetings because these things are happening so often. And while, yes, the New York Times can take and spin the story a little bit more negatively than you'd like for your guy, calling it fake news isn't helpful. It does nothing. And it, it blows up your other point. If you're saying that the leaks are important enough to launch giant investigations, then they're not fake because if people are just coming out and saying, oh, well, you know what? Donald Trump is a, well, he told Colby this, or Donald Trump said this in a meeting, then it wouldn't be a leak. It would just be a straight out lie. You wouldn't need to prosecute and go after leakers if they, these stories were made up. And it's just like, there's not even a, a, an effort by some people to even bother to attempt to think critically about these things. And I, that is such a disturbing thing from our side, man. You know, I mm-hmm. just, I can't, and I say our side in quotes anymore because I don't think it's true. But I mean, the idea that the right is the, are the ones that are just mindlessly accepting this crap from this guy who showed up 10 minutes ago and said he was a Republican. I, I, I'll never understand it. Never in my life will I, I don't think I will ever solve that one. It's really frustrating. I don't know, maybe you can sense that. We're just frustrated with it. Well, and it's true. Just a tad. You know, because, okay, people will be like, well, yeah, but what do you want, Hillary? Well, the choice is no longer no, Hillary. Right. It's not Trump or Hillary. You know who the choice is? Trump or Mike, Pence. Uh, Mike Pence. Yeah, that's your choice right that's now. That's a pretty good choice now. Yeah. I mean, right. I'm not saying that he should be impeached, but if it gets to that level we don't know and you have to choose, I'm going Pence all day long. And I, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't. There's a guy who who knows the world a lot better, who is much more conservative to about the billionth power and who has experience. Say what you will about politicians. Clearly, he maybe we should have gone with a guy who has a little more political experience because this guy 
can't get out of his own way because yeah. of it. The sweet spot may very well be someone with limited political experience. Like, John McCain is not the solution. No. Having a guy who's been a freaking senator for 950,000 years is not the solution. You know, uh, but someone who's coming in off the street with no idea what the hell he's doing and no idea how to do the job, mm. that might not be it either. I mean, it would be nice if there was a sweet spot there where someone who had been a, maybe not been a politician for most of his life he gets a little bit of experience so he understands what the hell he's doing, and then he can become president of the United States, leader of the free world. Maybe there's a sweet spot in there somewhere. Like a governor. Uh, somebody that was a former governor. Well, like Jim Gilmore, for instance, just uh, as no. an example. Uh, so no, I was thinking no. more middle of the <laughs> no. middle of the country, uh, Jeffy. Jeffy, that was not where I was going. Uh, <laughs> I know you were. I, know. <laughs> I like how you took it there, but that was not where I was going. Jim but Gilmore. I mean, this is a good. This is a good point of contention. There is no way Jim Gilmore goes into a meeting with Jim Comey and says to Jim Comey, no way. "Hey, maybe you could give up on that investigation of my close associate." <laughs> He's not that no. dumb. Yeah, right. Jim Gilmore, who no one knows anything about, <laughs> would never make that mistake. He would. Jim Gilmore would never blurt out intelligence to the Russians. Not a chance. Nor would he have Russian media in a meeting with him that he didn't know about. Nor would he not disclose one of the two key people in the meeting, the guy who's thought of as the top spy of Russia, and then realize only getting caught uh, with that occurring because he allowed the Russian media in the freaking meeting. That does not happen under a Jim Gilmore administration. And I think everybody knows that. <laughs> like, I don't even think there's any person who's not like, you know, I signed up for the Donald Trump fan club in 2015 and I'm a lifetime member. Anyone outside of that group realizes Jim Gilmore doesn't make that mistake. Bobby Jindal doesn't make that mistake. Mm. Jeb Bush doesn't make that mistake. George Pataki doesn't make that mistake. Ted Cruz doesn't make that mistake. Rand Paul doesn't make that mistake. Rick Santorum doesn't make that mistake. Rick Perry doesn't make that mistake. None of those people, no one you had the opportunity to possibly vote for makes these types of mistakes except Donald Trump. And you priced it into your vote when you jumped on the Trump train. This is the sort of crap you knew it was going to happen, or you should have known it was going to happen, because to be honest, Pat, there's a lot of things we got wrong in the election. This is exactly how I saw the Donald Trump administration going. Right. This is it. To- totally constant conflict, constant inco- incompetence, mm-hmm. constant crisis, yeah. no ability to get anything done. Mm-hmm. He is complete a complete zero so far as the president. You mentioned, and we're four months into this. You mentioned several people who, who uh, don't make that mistake. I don't think, and they're all politicians... I don't think Carrot Top makes that mistake. He's Carrot Top, the dial down the middle guy. He's at least in shape. Right. In really good shape. Yeah, if you haven't seen him lately, he's really he's buff. He's jacked. Um, <laughs> Pat, he's jacked. He's jacked. Yeah, he he's jacked out of his And he's mind. making a fortune. I don't know on what, but he's making a fortune. His stand-up stuff, he's still got that going on. Ugh, Again, man. like I, I, I said this before. With everything I just said, this is exactly mm. how I expected it to go. He's still exceeding my expectations, though. Uh, because of Gorsuch. So, I mean, it's still that you can put your hand, you can hang your hat there, I guess, for the rest of time. But, I mean, that's it. Mm. I, what are you getting out of this guy? He's, he's, he's not even talking about policies anymore. He's not even attempting. When's it? He, right. he brought up right. on tax day, you, or the, the 100th day thing, he blurted out something he parroted from a Wall Street Journal op-ed saying, oh, this is the plan for our tax reform. And it's done nothing on it since. 
You know, I, mm. nothing. He's getting nothing done. Nothing. And this is it's his opportunity is over. He's going to be embroiled in scandal for at least the next few months. And then we're going to be into 2018, and there's going to, uh, none of these people who are going to want to associate themselves in tuss, tough districts. He's not going to be able to pass anything. And then in 2018, the way it's going right now, he's probably going to lose the House, and then they're going to get nothing passed. We're going to get a giant zilch out of this outside of Neil Gorsuch. It's unbelievable. It seriously is. Have you ever been part of a, a working group, Stu? But only in an environmental one. Oh, really? I only participated I in I was once in a coal mining group. Uh, working group. Really? Yeah. And uh, it didn't work out very well. But uh, you have been part of the environmental working group? Yeah. We warned that 218 million people are exposed to dangerous toxins uh, in the oh, you, water. Yeah, you guys me. did that? That was me. Wow. Well, no, it wasn't me. It was the actual environmental working group. But oh. they, uh, they, you know, you never know. Like, I mean, we talk about government incompetence. We certainly see it on our side. Did your working group discuss Flint, Michigan? They did. Yeah. Okay. They did. And right. they said, you know what? That shouldn't happen anymore. But, I mean, it, it comes to gov- government incompetence uh, at some level. It does. Um, and these things happen. Um, you know, I mean, water, you think of as kind of being pretty simple. But Did I you mean, ever figure out, like, a, I don't know, a solution to that, uh, to the tap water situation? If you I have, did. like, a bunch of junk in it, like in Flint, for instance, where it's, it's toxic, is there something you can do to prevent that? Yes, well, you can. I mean, there's a sign behind you that says it. Uh, right here. It oh, filters okay. 207 it's, contaminants. It's that little thing right there. crap. That's great. Yeah, it's called the Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system. You can get it by calling wow. that number 888-895-7746. Like how much, of, how much of the contaminants would the Alexa Pure Pro eliminate if I were to purchase it? 99.9999%. That's like a, I'm basically 100%, right? It's mm. of that stuff that can kill you. I mean, things like parasites and bacteria, lead. Uh, pesticides, pharmaceuticals that get in there. Like, doesn't chromium-6 and even arsenic figure into this? It can even filter Jeffy out of your water. If Jeffy wow. is bathing in your water wow. supply, it will filter out huh. Jeffy's chemicals. Thank heaven. Thank I heaven. Aware of that, <laughs> <laughs> Each pro filter has a capacity of 5,000 gallons. So this is not something you're going to have to... I mean, even if you get like the other store-bought uh, you know, uh, water filters... Like, oh, you those do replace virtually them. nothing. They don't do much anyway, and then you've got to replace them every few months. Uh, it's a real pain. Mm-hmm. This is 5,000 gallons. It's going to cost you pennies per gallon, and you're not going to have to replace it for a really long time. Only if you're super-duper thirsty are you ever going to have to replace this thing. Call 888-895-7746 or get online at getalexapure.com. It's getalexapure.com. You're going to save 20 bucks off the retail price. Nice. 888-895-7746 or getalexapure.com. Hey, it's Pat and Stu. Uh, I'm trying to think of whether or not we even talked about the fact that Barack Obama, at the last minute of his presidency, commuted the sentence of traitor uh, Chelsea Manning, uh, who is Bradley, Bradley, Bradley Manning, Manning mm-hmm. the, the humanoid formerly known. Is, is humanoid okay? Because I, I, I don't want to be, I, I don't want any gender specificity going on here. <laughs> uh, the humanoid formerly known as Bradley, that is now known as Chelsea, was a traitor and was sentenced to uh, 28 years in prison or something. And uh, they've, they're shaving 27 years off. And, I, you know, and, and to, to highlight this for a moment, um, I told Pat today, uh, and I think it was a really nice moment in our relationship, mm-hmm. in which I told him I have never 
thought of him as a man. Never thought of him as a male. In I, any way. Uh, as a man, uh, as, a, as a person, as a humanoid, formerly known as a man, I broke down and wept openly. <laughs> because I, I because it was to, so beautiful to me. To be, so yeah, beautiful. It was, the, it was the nicest because thing I've ever said. I had to admit to Stu that at one point mm. in our relationship, mm. I had you know gone by visual uh, uh, stereotypes. Unbelievable. And I, I thought of him initially as a man. I obviously long since have not, uh, but uh, initially I did. And you know what happens when you assume that? It makes an ass out, out of, of you, you and, and me. me. And I think that... Uh, Truer words were never spoken to. Never. That's, I, I agree. And, and I, uh, I'd rather not be referred to as by that name. Uh, so Chelsea Manning is uh, out of uh, jail. She said, uh, after another anxious four months of waiting, the day has finally arrived. Yeah, because that 28-year sentence that you spent a year of, uh, wow, what a, what a long wait. I'm sure people, with the, with the people that actually spend the time in jail they are assigned are really uh, sympathetic. Yeah. Uh, I am looking forward to so much. Whatever is ahead of me is much more important than in the past. I am figuring things out right now, which is exciting, awkward, and fun. Yeah. Uh, all new for me. Yeah. Uh, the first Beautiful. steps of freedom, uh, released by the ACLU uh, statement. Uh, so there you go. Um, she was uh, convicted. In, mm. Well, he was convicted of 20 counts in 2013, including six Espionage Act uh, violations, theft and computer fraud. Then she was acquitted for the most serious charge. So he was convicted. She was acquitted. And now I think mm-hmm. he... No, she, she wants to have the actual surgery, so maybe we'll get to pay for that too. Well, oh, I hope so. I think there was a lawsuit involving us uh, paying for that surgery, yeah. and I believe the, the person formerly known as Bradley won. Right. And what's interesting here is the Army said that Manning would remain on active duty in a special mm-hmm. unpaid status. That would legally entitle her to oh taxpayer-funded military medical care. What the hell? Like, what <laughs> is that? So they're not they're not in active duty, but not being paid, but getting benefits. Like, why are we carving this out for for this person? I I, I don't I don't understand. It's, it's as if like, okay, look, yeah, they've had she's not really doing any work for the army anymore, and you know had all this gender stuff that's gone on. It's been difficult. But, you know, she cured cancer. So, I mean, we're going to give her the status. Like, this is a person who was arrested. This is a person who did bad things to the country. Not good things, bad things. And you can say, well, I don't like the way she was treated. I don't think it was, uh, uh, you know, they they treated her too harshly. I don't like the, the idea that they, you know, were mean to her with her gender stuff. I don't know. You can say all those things if you want, but this is not someone who's known for positive. This is not the person who, you know, who, uh, you know... Uh, freed the Jews from Auschwitz. This is a person who took negative actions against the country's security. Mm-hmm. Um, so a bizarre way of, uh, I don't know, bizarre. Uh, another bizarre thing, uh, Thailand. Uh, they are going to uh, sue Facebook. Why? Well, because. Because someone took a picture that was not flattering of the king. Of King Maha Vajralongkorn. What was the name again? Can you pronounce that word? Uh, Maha, king Maha Vajral Longcorn. And uh, here and it is. There's uh, Maha right there. Uh, Vajral Longcorn. And uh, Yington. He's 64. It looks pretty good for 64. Jensen, no doubt. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. a bad pick at all. Especially if you're a king. They, you kings, know what the hell's wrong with that? It's a crop top, which, you know, I, I don't have a lot of those. How many crop tops do you own? And uh, just the I have twelve. Um, twelve. Okay. Yeah, because I like. I, so you're you're vastly under the well, normal. 
First of all, I never wear them on Sundays. Okay. Um, uh, and then secondly, right. <laughs> uh, I only want to have at least two per day for the other days, just in case one gets sweaty or whatever. And Obviously. I don't want to change. Sure. Um, but, you know, that's, that's yeah. it. That's all. Jeffy, how many crop tops? Oh, uh, five. Five. For you today, I go to the gym. Okay. I wear them at the gym. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Jeffy at the you gym. imagine that? I, I don't even want to think about it. And I wasn't even talking about the crop top. I mean, can you imagine Jeffy at the gym? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so the big deal is you're not supposed to say do anything or say anything bad about the king <laughs> if you insult monarchy and they're saying that this is now first of all there's two parts about this that are interesting one he's wearing a crop top uh, okay that's that's not a good look for a dude secondly uh, these are fake tattoos who are you who the hell are you right to determine that's a good point Pat <laughs> what Ray. is what is a good look and that what is, is not for king mahava Longhorn. What's the middle name again? Vajiral. Maha? No, no, after that one. Vajiral Longcorn. Okay. That's not what I thought either. I thought it's very close it to is. something. Um, <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> but these aren't even real tattoos. They're fake tattoos. So this weirdo yes. <laughs> goes and starts walking around town with a, with a crop top and a bunch of fake tattoos. That is really, really interesting. Why would you do that? And know. we're not supposed it's, to take a picture of him. He's the king of the country, and he's. he's I guess he just wanted a little freedom. Top. Hey, isn't I that guess. weird, though? Like, I mean, the king of Thailand can do this. I mean, that is weird. I want a little freedom, but I'm yeah. going to be pissed when you pick me out of the Look, crowd. Th- they got a little cable butt crack going on the back. It uh, does look like too. that. Or it could be a tattooed butt crack. We can't tell from that angle. <laughs> that um, is nasty. So they, they said they're going to sue Facebook if they don't pull it off. <laughs> it's, it's little, I don't know if we need a close-up. Yeah, no, we got to zoom in. <laughs> zoom in. Oh my god. Butt crack zoom in only on the Patents Do show. Um, but they're saying uh now we make well, it sued because you're not allowed to why you're here, right? This is why you can't. Yeah, they're going to get sued. Facebook is going to be sued unless oh, they no. Well, I guess they got pretty strict censorship laws yeah, in uh, Thailand. 105 people have been arrested. Maybe they should be talking to the king and not Facebook. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, maybe maybe you ask the king himself about his interesting choices. observation that maybe it, we could apply to this country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Huh. I don't know how. All right. Well, maybe, maybe you blame the person responsible for the actions and not everybody else. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I know it's a concept that's yeah, but he's the king. Yeah. It's, uh, he's the king. I don't know how to work that one out. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah, the king. That's an king. interesting... Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents do. The king the is government roles. inevitable. It's because it, the king, you're not allowed. It's illegal to criticize him. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's something we could do here. Huh? You know? Right? Wouldn't right. that be something interesting? So we don't have to talk, talk anymore. anymore. <clears throat> little harmony there. Thank you. Say, yeah. First, I'd like to uh, officially take my hat out of the ring for the director of the FBI job. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. No. I listen. There's a lot better people. You uh, just got few, into the ring. No. Uh, you're already out. There's a few better. You know, there might be a few better qualified people, but I'm just taking hmm. my my All name right. out of the ring. I will say you would know it's a lot about crime. That's right. Hey, the of... FBI and I uh, don't necessarily always see eye to eye. I might be the best person to take it over, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm just taking my name out of the out of the ring. Oh, that's sad. That's taking sad. my name out. Of the ring. All right. Well, we'll have to deal uh, with yeah, that's that. Why there's a number. You know, I know that uh, Trey Gowdy and uh, you know 
<clears throat> Senator Cornyn have taken their names out of the ring, and I just wanted to take mine out, too. I, a lot of people were waiting on the edge of their seats to find I out. Know, well, that. look, President Trump, thank you. No. That was, okay. wow. well, big, we're just breaking news. Can we get a, can we get a story on that immediately, please, uh, on theblaze.com? Have, have they called Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. <laughs> to see if he wants a job back No, they again. have not. Maybe maybe they should. Maybe they should see if he, if he wants the job back. I, I, he would do a pretty good job, I think. I mean, well, he was he the man, a, right? did a great job in right. the 60s. Let's bring him back. Right. Give him another shot. Plus, we need more Ephraims. There's you don't yeah, get a lot of those. Yeah, they're not, not nearly a lot of those. We need some Ephraims. Fans of Lucky Charms, this could be a spoon segment. Uh, you know, after vacation, of course, because we can't have it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, obsessed with marshmallows, uh, senior marketing director overwhelmed okay lucky charms marshmallows so this year they're magically delicious yes they are mm-hmm. this year they're going to uh give out ten thousand boxes of lucky charms yeah all, mar- with, marshmallow- all, all marshmallows. marshmallows oh man all, all marshmallows? marshmallows can you imagine how delicious that would be <laughs> can you even imagine it yeah because I mean, really, the the, the what a brilliant idea whose time is long past. <laughs> Absolutely, it's why could that not happen when I was a kid? Because I hated right? the the cardboard taste of the yeah. hard things. Loved the marshmallows. You were always looking for the marshmallow. All marshmallow. That's the perfect cereal. They really do. I mean, it is a an wow. exercise in like you know carrot and stick. Like they really do. Like they're yes. You, you know what? Force your way through these this this styrofoam. And then you'll huh? get the marshmallows. Uh huh. You're gonna like them, but you got to get through. You got to get, gotta get through, through the styrofoam, the wood first mm-hmm. uh, that we put in the cereal. Mm-hmm. It's, it is an interesting approach. Why not just try to make it all good? And they finally did. did but are there only ten thousand boxes of it? Yes. So how many 10, did you buy? Eight thousand? Nine thousand? Jeffy? So ninety-five hundred, <laughs> something like that. So. <laughs> Triple eight seven two seven. Beck, it is Pat and Stu, and the lovely, intelligent Jeffy was just—I uh, don't know what he was doing. He did, did that segment that he does. We weren't listening really, but he says he has more uh, things of interest. I and do. I'm kind of uniquely interested in his spin, in his opinions on uh, virtually everything that's going on in the world. Uh, so Stu and I have opted to um, try to enjoy this show as you do. So we're going to go home. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so let nice Jeffy much. take the rest. Well, it's interesting. You you phrased that correctly. You said you were mm-hmm. uniquely interested, meaning that you were the only person interested. <laughs> That's what's um, unique about which it. Which is true. I'm yeah. not interested right. at all. Uh, but <laughs> but gonna, you do want to experience go the show as others, still right? Go home. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm going to go home. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so take it away, Jeffy. Go ahead. 
What else did you have? You yeah, said you had something interesting. No, I, I, I actually didn't, but I, we can because I, we can talk about the latest immigration numbers, which really kind of ticked me off, to be honest with you. The 100 days since President Trump signed his executive order to enhance immigration, mm-hmm. this, this, this is, makes me angry because of the way that it's reported. The undocumented immigrants is up 38%, right? They're, they're, they're arresting people uh, from the same time from 2016. However, uh, the ICE acting director, Thomas Homan, said the agency is focusing on undocumented immigrants with criminal records, right? The bad hombres that Trump mm-hmm. spoke about. Mm-hmm. But uh, the data shows that the biggest jump in arrests involved undocumented immigrants without a criminal record. Okay, well, guess what? If they're in this country illegally, they're a criminal. That just... It How really ticks me off. Dare you? It really say makes that. me. That just makes How me. dare you? <laughs> I don't care. There if are committed no another crime. illegal they human beings. a crime no already human in this country. Is illegal. <laughs> How dare you say that? <laughs> just, yeah, oh, we hate you for saying that. Uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> you're bad. You're a hate monger, and we hate you for mongering the hate. <laughs> yeah, you monger and hate often. I, I will say this, however, and I want to, because I hate to get onto a serious topic here with you, because you know I treat, I think of you with, you know, in such an awful way. But uh, no, the uh, so you're saying now the arrests have gone up. Got, I thought the whole numbers. point of this was that Trump was making the arrests go down because no one was crossing the border anymore. So wait, what, what is this a different measure? The data, uh, the data shows that the biggest jump in arrests, the biggest jump in arrests uh, of the undo- involved undocumented mm-hmm. immigrants without a criminal record, which mm-hmm. is I mean over a hundred percent increase from last year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see, that's nearly triple the four thousand two hundred and forty-two people arrested during the same time period in President Obama's final year in so office. So is this, a, so is this like, a number that doesn't include border? Arrests? I think so. Yes. Okay. So it's just just this inside is just what the country. What ICE is going after and arresting. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So okay. there's a little bit more enforcement going on, uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there's more people crossing the border. Correct. No, less people are crossing the border. That's what I've heard. Yes. That's why yeah. I was surprised by that yeah. stat. Yeah. Um, what was the Cosby thing you were talking about, though? I, well, I just that was saying that we didn't we didn't talk about we haven't ah, talked about man. that at all today, and there's got to be. I mean, I don't know that I don't have any audio plan for yeah, it. I was just gotta, talking to you play that on off radio the air about we've got to listen. I've got to listen to that. Uh, it's amazing Skirp, because what's his name? Smirconish. Yeah, Smirconish. Yeah, yeah. I've got to listen to his interview with Bill Cosby because I, you know, I'm kind of I want to believe Bill Cosby. I but then the headline, to, but, yeah. the headline of him using race as an issue mm-hmm. really kind of puts a knife in my heart because he was a, so far against that mm-hmm. for so long. And if he's going to use that, he's then there's the a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's attempting the OJ defense. Yeah, that, that, that hurts me. Yeah, his his thing is about racism just like OJ's was. And that just yeah, right. Shut up. Had nothing right. to do with. I mean, that's why OJ was acquitted, right? Because of. Because racism, yes, which is what okay. he's hoping for, which makes me think that he, you know, which makes me think that maybe his, Bill his is shouting racism is like Barack Obama shouting racism. Yes. Over them. that's why you're yes. president, right? right? Racism. Okay, yeah. shut up. You've had to shut struggle. Up. You've had to struggle too with your student loans. We got it. Uh huh. I mean, uh, wow. Yeah, well, yeah, Smirconish is a big, I mean, he was on uh, yeah, the station. Yeah, he's a big Philly guy. Big right? Philly guy. Yeah. He was on WPHT in Philly when yes, we were I'm, on uh, that station as well. Um, mm-hmm. He, uh, he's on Sirius now, Sirius yeah. XM on the POTUS Everybody's channel. Everybody's on Sirius. 
Uh, yep. Uh, so let's, uh, you know, uh, good, uh, good for him. It's a good score. I mean, the first interview in three years. On, right? On yeah. I mean, topic, Bill, that's yeah. a good get, man. Yeah, <laughs> good I, for I'm, Michael. I'm interested in hearing uh, that. Me too. I will say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting case to me because I, I believe he's guilty. Now, I don't have enough information to actually put a legal determination on what he's done, but I mean, to me, right. it feels but like he's guilty. But because he's a like black he's man, you're saying he's guilty. That's what Stu's saying. Right. But I saw the interview with... Is uh, that why the, No, that's the, not why at all. It has nothing Dateline, to do with it. The Dateline one where they had like 20 of the women all rode up in chairs and talked to them yep. all and broke that up. And after that was over, you know, it felt like... <sighs> Well, A, I mean, just it's just an onslaught. I mean, yeah. how can you not think you're, the guy's guilty after that? But when you listen to him, it, it felt like maybe there were a few that were right. Right. But the onslaught was like, I don't think well, there's so. There's been a Stop couple him. of them. They found pretty good evidence Stop. that they were not telling the truth. But you'd expect right. that in a case like that, this. Right. I, um, uh, and then it was, I, I'm a bit of a purist here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, I don't know. I mean, call me, you got to call me old-fashioned. You call me, or, you know, roll the clock back there, Stu. I know, this is crazy. I prefer a, a legal conviction on one of the cases yeah. before I throw a man down. Yeah. Down and the they kept trying to, the they, they, there were several stories that were, uh, you know, near misses that weren't even, I mean, it was just like, I, I could have been uh, raped by Bill Cosby had I not stayed in the lobby of the hotel. <laughs> well, me too. <laughs> I mean, just shut up. It's a good point. Uh, I was, in fact. uh, (laughs) You didn't stay in the lobby? Assaulted. Oh, no. Oh, no. By Bill Cosby. (laughs) And uh, I'm seeking reparations for that right now, but I I can't (laughs) legally talk about it anymore. Well, you did this. Actually, we had no idea. You brought it up out of nowhere right now. I can't talk about it any more than that. Um, If anyone understands how you, it's Mm -hmm. not possible to talk about things. It's me, Pat, so we won't. Exactly right. Thank you, Jeffy. Thank you. You know, speaking of people not being proven guilty, uh, that is not a thing in America anymore. It's just not a thing. It sure is not. And, nope. and, and we saw that with uh, um, we saw that with the chairman, the CEO of Mozilla. Yep, didn't yeah. do anything wrong. That was in fact, maybe- there was nothing even alleged that he did wrong. He just donated to a cause in which he believed and lost his job. And that was maybe right? even one of the first onslaughts, right? Because the cause that he donated to actually lost. No, yes, right? No, no, no. Well, it won initially. Won initially. Yeah. It won initially, and then was overturned okay. by one okay. judge. But I mean, that's what's amazing about that is that this is a guy. This isn't a guy who donated to Nambla, and like point uh-huh. one percent of the population thinks it's a good idea. He donated to something that passed with a majority. It was a it was a ballot initiative about gay marriage that w- that made gay a marriage between a man and a woman. And this is what ten years ago, and it yeah. passed in California. Yeah, it passed in California, and right. he still lost his job many years later because of it. Another example: Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. Okay. But some people threw out allegations, won a bunch of money for it, and now all of a sudden he's out of a job. Nothing has been proven. Nothing. Right. Nobody no. has a lick of proof no. of this. No. And and it's just it's, it's driving it's me out of my mind. You, you are you are guilty if if you, if you if someone has uh, said that you've done something wrong, you're guilty. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like, right. we'll take people who have murdered cops and make them into heroes. We'll take people who have shot FBI agents and make right. them into heroes. We'll take people who have done Che Guevara and do all sorts of crazy. They may put him on T-shirts, but people who have been accused. Um, you know, like, for example, I, I know this one story, and I've, I've been following this pretty closely. There's this punk band. 
Are you going to claim credit for that? Well, he sure is. He's, he I, sure no, is. I don't mean to. I are mean, you going to? Oh, my I gosh. Was, I was following it closely, but if you have some information, you can go ahead. <laughs> you were following closely. No, Stu, go ahead. Stu, are you talking about Stu? the same story that I was following closely with Power Bottom? Yeah, uh, yes, I yes. am. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, the queer punk band. The que- Now, this is. Uh, now, Power Bottom. You're allowed to say that because that's what they call themselves, right? That is what they call themselves. Um, so, uh, can you. This is actually an amazing story. And, I, and the reason I bring it up is because Pat. You know, we always talk about Pat as this wormhole guy, which I love about him, which is like, you'll just, you'll, like, there was something in the mm-hmm. interview today uh, with, with uh, Jay Walker from Upside, uh, you know, founder of Priceline, and we kind of went off of that topic yes, we did. a little bit off the air, and, you know, for the next two weeks, we'll be getting updates on this topic from Pat, because he just got <laughs> into a wormhole. Another one that happened with Pat was, was the he's like, have you heard about this queer punk band? <laughs> this, this queer... P W R B T T a bunch of letters, and I guess I guess it just it stands for Power Bottom because yeah. it's P W R B T T M is what they go by, and it, and apparently they're huge in the queer punk uh, uh, civilization. Is that a real civilization? Uh, apparently it is. I didn't know. Oh that. my! I, not that there's a any. real civilization. Yeah, like uh-huh. is that a thing? Is yeah, it? it's a thing, and I not that I'm the biggest fan of the queer punk band scene. <laughs> No? <laughs> no. You I mean, this might surprise you that this. I don't own a Power Bottom CD. I will say this, instance. however. What about a uh-huh. In this room, you are the biggest fan of the <laughs> queer punk scene. Yes. You were the one that knew the story. You're the one that brought it I up. I am I breaking it right now okay. on the air. Uh, anyway, I guess they're about to release their second album, which is highly acclaimed by critics. They absolutely love it. Oh. Their first CD was widely uh, acclaimed. Uh, they've been doing concerts all over the place. They're loved in New York and L.A. and all these other centers of uh, the queer punk scene. And uh, all of a sudden, on May 10th, somebody posted a Facebook uh, uh, pay post that alleged one of the members of the band did inappropriate things with other people. Now, they're, uh, both the p- members of the band, the two leaders of, of this queer punk band, Power Bottom, uh, are gender nonconforming. Mm-hmm. So you, you're not you, saying... We're not saying any pronouns here. Right, okay. Nor do they assign pronouns to the people they supposedly or allegedly uh, sexually assaulted with unwanted advances. Okay. Thank you for getting that the thing person, that clear. The person who made the Facebook post isn't even the person involved. They just claim they've seen them do these things. So you post on Facebook. You say what, sex, some sexual thing has uh-huh. gone on between the band. Uh, like inappropriate touching. I don't, I don't think rape or anything has like been. In, groping or yeah. something, right? Okay, so, so maybe, you know. Like, Unwanted advances without consent okay. is what they claimed. And uh, said this, that they saw it, but didn't participate, didn't, weren't the victim of it, weren't, uh, they just said, they just said, I saw this happen. Yeah. On Facebook. Yes. Now what? Spre- the allegation spreads all over social media, and almost in- instantly, the concerts that this band was scheduled to do have been canceled. Their record company uh, deleted their music from the internet. You can almost not get their music anymore on on the web. Uh, they've been the the record company asked that uh, all these services take their music off wow. of their service, and they're almost unavailable now on the web. 
as the record is coming out, uh, they've already imploded. And everybody's talking about how awful they are based on one allegation on Facebook. Are you uh, sure it's not more There's than no that? proof. There's no... I, 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 no. I looked for that. It looks like there's j- no proof. There's the, nobody else has come forward, as far as I know. No, it's this, this kitty. It's this kitty, Cordero right? Collin. Yes, and she wrote a post. He or she? I don't think there's. Oh, yeah, you I'm better sorry. not assign oh, a gender oh, I'm to this sorry, person. I apologize. I, oh man, wow. I apologize. Faster. Wow. Alleging Faster. that Hopkins, which is one of the power bottoms. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> sort of the duo, the the, the duo of uh, gender nonconforming artists. Uh-huh. Um, that she. Yes. Or he? That Kelly they? Cordero Cullen. Mm-hmm. It is, I'm hoping that it's Cullen, because that's what I wanted to call it. Mm-hmm. Had personally witnessed uh, behavior, seen Ben initiate inappropriate sexual contact with people, despite several no's and without warning or consent, and that they had also been told that Hopkins had made unwanted advances on minors Despite knowing, despite knowing their age, Let, and now, that's just now a listen Facebook to that post. wording. That's just a Facebook post. Unwanted advances. That doesn't mean they were actually even touched necessarily. Yeah. Right, just, right, right. You just made yeah. a proposal, or you, or you offered them something, or whatever. Who knows what it is? Right? Yeah. So this band has essentially, apparently, uh, and again, I, I don't know who they are. Never heard of them until this morning. Uh, with the exception of all the uh, well, CDs the world, I have at home and the world tour, you, and the you world have, tour yeah. that I saw them on every. And of course, if you, has, of course, you pre-ordered uh, Pageant, the second album. And this is what pisses me off. Release, now right? I'm not getting the CD. Apparently, right. Pageant. Uh, you can forget that. Pageant's right. done. <laughs> That's so weird. This is. I mean, no proof. They've essentially been destroyed over one post. Over, over one post that happened uh, seven days ago. And their career is essentially, I mean, at this point anyway, over. That is unbelievable. Is that Incredible. unbelievable? What's a I, weird world, man. Is that America? No. No, it's not. And, and look, as wow. bad as Bill Cosby is uh, and seems to be, what mm-hmm. happened to him is also not America. Yeah, you know, he, uh, I, 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 there's I, been nothing proven. I mean, these guys yeah. might be, I mean, the power bottom guys might be dirt bags. Who knows? But be. one Facebook post? Right, and that's what I mean. It built, like, obviously, Can we at least it, relax for a second with the record company and say, is there any truth to this? Yeah. I, I mean, we're looking into it, but in the meantime, here's their music. I mean, if Bill, let's going back to Cos, because your example is a great one in that. Here is someone we don't know, and 99% of America does not know, mm-hmm. um, who is ruined by a f- Facebook page from someone else we don't know. Right. Okay. Right. Uh, so that one is, hor- should not be able to happen. I mean, it, you know, restaurants claim this all the time with things like Yelp, where bad reviews ruin the restaurant, and, and yeah. they're not even true. Um, yeah, and in, in some of those cases, the person hasn't even, hasn't even been to the restaurant. No, it's there. another restaurant, right? It's a competitor. But, right. <laughs> think about this. We're talking about a guy who was essentially America's dad. Yeah. Here oh, is man, a yes. guy who is was the most respected man, one of the, like, seriously, mm-hmm. at that level of, like, mm-hmm. like, Chris Pratt is entering right now, of, like, you can't assail his character. Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks, you can't assail his character no matter There's what. There's not a chance. Like, mm-hmm. we were there, right? For, for years and years and years. And this turnabout, right or wrong, happened because a comedian started making jokes about it one time, and it went viral. Some comedian, not a mm-hmm. legal proceeding, right. not an accusation, a comedian talking about something he read. <laughs> yes. Previous accusations that had never been proven. There was mm-hmm. never um, a, um, a, a conviction. 
and so now his life is ruined. And look, if he did these things, the ends uh, uh, will, I guess, justify the means is the way we're going to go with this and say, Let's look, so. I will be happy if his, if his uh, reputation is, is tra- <clears throat> trashed because he did these things. However, the process was not right to get there. It's like saying, like, you know what? I really like uh, I really like uh, calories being on menus. Well, that's great, but the process of the federal government requiring every restaurant to do it is the wrong process, right. mm-hmm. you know. And, and so it's the same thing here. It's like, guys, you should not be able to destroy a person without some at you least shouldn't. some sort of legal proceeding <laughs> right. going on, convicting him of yeah. something. And you may say, well, the burden of uh, Innocent until proven guilty is for the justice system alone. It is. It is. But in in the court of public opinion, you should not be able to to just destroy a person to take away their livelihood on on an allegation. That's I, that's just not right either. And it's not. It's and, not and right. There's no law to pass to prevent this. There's. No, but, there's I mean, not. we should just all. We look. gotta get get a grip on this though, I and say, say uh, wait. I always say this with the NFL. It's like you like there will be an accusation, and the the team will drop the player, or the team will suspend the player before it's even played out. It's like. Well, they you, did that with Aaron Hernandez. Right. And you know, seemingly, uh, well, first of all, one of the cases he was actually ruled innocent. By the way, um, his record was expunged. Did you read that? No. Yeah, they they yeah. overturned the conviction. Yeah. Wait, the one. Yeah, the because judge. There was a the, judge overturned uh, the conviction. Yeah, because they couldn't go back to the uh, retrial. Because or his so it was kind his of, yeah. appeal yeah, was was pending when he died. Right. Right. Well, that, and yeah. so they overturned. The it. same thing happened to Ken Lay uh, from Enron fame um, because yeah, he right. was he right. he was the CEO of Enron. He was in the middle of all that stuff. He died, so they didn't actually have a conviction. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. You know, Hernandez was certainly a case, but that one looks to be real, yeah. right? Um, yes. But I mean, many times these guys get get released or uh, or or punished before they know the facts, and it's like, wait a minute, you're a football league, you are not equipped to investigate mm-hmm. a rape, you're not equipped to investigate a drug charge or a murder charge or anything else. Well, React to. The legal system, who is equipped to do that? If someone is convicted, then yes, release them. But everybody now is so afraid yeah, of the pressure so brought to bear, the Amazing. the boycotts, the protests, that they just jump to a conclusion and sorry, you're done. Yeah, you don't think we Without want to remove? Any proof. You don't think we want to remove Jeffy from the show and the network? Of course we do. Of course we do. Of course we, we don't do. have a conviction. Okay, we're trying to get one. We've been trying to get one for a long time. I mean, I haven't even seen a Facebook post or a... Oh, there's been many Facebook posts. Or a Twitter. I have actually an entire entire Facebook group uh, dedicated to people who just constantly are writing about you. Yeah, it's funny, but I believe you. Yeah, there's a whole channel dedicated to please get rid of Jeff. You should. Actually, my Facebook page is largely dedicated, as well as my uh, weekend show and much of this show is dedicated to just calling Jeffy a criminal. So, uh, you know, I apologize for that. Uh Uh, Do you? No. No, no, I do not. All right, uh, let's take a break. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the phone number. Uh, in an emergency, you need food. You need to store food to feed your family. Mm-hmm. Um, North Korea just launched the most uh, successful missile they have ever launched. Uh, a, a missile already uh, capable, they believe, of hitting Guam and hitting um, uh, some military bases in the Pacific. Um, and they believe soon will be. It was able the to- most successful and most affluent missile they've ever launched. 
Apparently, this, this missile's net worth was over $3.5 million. Wow. Yeah, there you go. it had really accrued some wealth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird way to put that. He was investing in mutual funds mostly, uh, but uh, it's an interesting thing for a missile to do. Uh, you know, this could happen. Uh, and if this happens, think about the results of something like that, for example, that doesn't even necessarily involve the U.S. mainland, but would be a huge global economic interruption. Uh, and uh, God only knows what it would do to our, the, our chain of food supply. Uh, it could be a disruption there, and you need to be prepared for it. Well, that's where my Patriot Supply comes in. Uh, you can get their 40-day emergency food supply now, plus a one-troy-ounce sunshine minting silver round for $149. Hmm. Just a tremendous deal. So you've got food, and you've got something else of great value that you can use in the event of an emergency. Yeah, order now, 888-457-3432, 888-457-3432, or go online at preparewiththeblaze.com, preparewiththeblaze.com. And welcome. Hi. It's Pat and Stu, the lovely and. Okay, let's not lie. The no, hideous uh, Jeffy. Ew. Uh, all right, so according to the Austin American statesman, uh, 37-year-old Brandon Vesmar of Austin is suing a Round Rock woman for texting during their date at a movie theater last week. I think calling a woman a Round Rock is really inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's seeking in compensation seventeen dollars and thirty one cents, or uh, the price of the movie ticket, or one thousand seven hundred thirty one mm-hmm. pennies. R- okay, yes. Um, describing the out- outing as a first date from hell, he said his date began about fifteen minutes, or his date began texting about fifteen minutes into the movie, and he she had probably activated her phone ten to twenty times before he finally said. Hey, will you stop that, please? If if you need to do that, go outside and do that. So she did. She got up and left and never came back, leaving him without a ride. Now, I say, wait a minute. She picked you up on the date? (laughs) That's a good point. Okay. That's weird to begin with. So maybe the guy got exactly what he deserves. (laughs) I don't know. But now he is uh, suing her as a threat to civilized society. (laughs) <laughs> the woman asked not to be identified by name and said she wasn't aware of the claim against her. Uh, oh, my gosh, that is crazy, she said. What a powerful, what a powerful, powerful, powerful statement. Uh, I'm glad they got that and included response. it in the story. Uh, whatever, what was the old clip we used to play? I saw that on the news. And, oh, yeah. Man, That's right. Oh, That's, well, first of all. <laughs> uh, first of all, it's Linda Hopkins uh, from New, from uh, New Hampshire. How do you mm-hmm. remember that? Because I, I actually aired it this weekend on oh, my really? radio show. <laughs> you got to be kidding! Oh no, because we were doing some of the uh, ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. That's, that's, that's it. ridiculous. Because we were airing some of the. Uh, we have a contest uh, airing some of the most uh, highlighted news clips, news interview clips. Hmm. On the oh, radio really? show. Okay. And oh, Linda's nice. right there. Yeah. yeah, she's certainly up there. Yeah, um, yeah. That's uh, so. Uh, but I would say first, a you get the two movie tickets. B, you get an Uber home, right? Like she, he should have right. for like forty bucks and got the, got an Uber included in that. Mm-hmm. If he needed to get a ride home, yeah, he yes, he de- he definitely should have, right? Um, texting in the movie theater though, you you that's pretty bad. 
Jeffrey. Well, the uh, theater police should be dealing with that. Uh, do you have you guys been to the uh, an Alamo Draft House? Yes, yet at all? No, no. You haven't been. Oh, you were talking about it. so uh, Alamo Draft House. It's a theater chain. I, I think it's. It, I think it's nationwide, or at least in a lot of parts. Not nationwide, but well, it's certainly a, all through Texas. It's I all know throughout that. Texas for sure, I, but it's, I, it's, yeah. it's in a bunch of different places now. Yeah. Like I, we were on that vacation in Houston, and I went to one in, too. like when I first got there. Yeah, so it's been so a while. It's a kind of. It's a really cool. Like it feels like. Uh, it doesn't feel like a big chain. It feels like mm-hmm. kind of like uh, really movie lovers movie house right and so mm-hmm. they ha- it's one of these places where they have comfortable seats and really good food like a bar and grill level sort of food um and they have um, is it as nice as the one no it's not as nice as like uh, the movie like house the so there's a us. bunch of those and eateries mm-hmm. around here there's there's a bunch it's more like fun than that it's like it's it's uh like so they had this thing before looking at the picture set up looks like it's a fun place yeah it's like a fun place. like for example I, went, I saw i think one of the star wars there and they have they have a 30 minute pre pre-show before every movie, in which they'll find crazy like YouTube clips about Star Wars, and they theme it out. They actually do like a lot of their own work to make a themed pre-show when you're there ordering your food and everything else. One of the reasons they do that is you're not allowed to show up late. If you show up late to the movie, they will not allow you in. Even like even if you paid for a ticket in, in advance, uh-huh. you cannot go into the movie wow. after it starts. The other thing is, if you're talking or if you're on your cell phone, they'll give you one warning. If you do it again, they will kick you out. Wow. And it's like a big deal. They make a big deal on the screen about it. Really? You will not talk in this movie. No cell phones. Don't turn them on. If you have to use them, get out. Um, and mm. it's kind of like, you know, it's obviously like part of the culture of the place, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. Like it's for movie lovers. It's for people who are there for the freaking movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's a, and it's a fun place to see a, a movie because of that. Um, so I, I kind of like that approach. I think yeah. it's. Uh, yeah, I like it too. Although I would be pissed. The time that. I get kicked out, which will definitely right. Well, happen. then you hate it more than poison. Right. And it's right. wrong. Right? They're it's all a, over the country It's now, a man. threat to civilized society. Great place to see a movie. I mean, and, and by the way, queso, very solid. Huh. Okay. The queso is good. All right. Chips and queso at a movie, that's America. I will tell you, Not- I, I, I'm still partial to that, to that theater where they serve the frozen hot chocolate. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the other absolutely yeah, delicious. That's the other Studio Movie yeah. Grill. Studio Movie Studio Grill. Movie They're Grill. all over the country, too. Man, is that good. Really good. I mean, it's almost as good as the original place where it is, Serendipity 3 in New York. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) Dang. Uh, Yes. Dang, that's good. I had an ice cream the other day, um, which I tend to do Mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. Too much. Mm -hmm. Um, That was attempting to be a, uh, what the heck was it? It was some sort of chocolate ice cream. And I started, oh, it was a red velvet. It was supposed to be red. As you know, I order everything red velvet. Mm -hmm. I'm a real sucker for it. I do know that. Uh, and I ordered it, and I was tasting it. I'm like, this is not red velvet. This is hot chocolate ice cream. It was essentially... And then I mixed in some... Uh, did you like the list? Um, I mixed mm-hmm. in some... Uh, I mean, it was disappointing. Reese's Pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Okay. Um, uh, I had... Uh, oh, um, Graham Crackers. Mm. Um, I think it was like at a marble slab. Uh, That's disappointing. Marble man. slab creamery. During the challenge? Wow. Like this, and you couldn't, you had to break down. Wow. Like that. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't say I'm challenging it. myself all that much on the challenge. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that I'm sounds not, like a familiar uh, statement to me. The only, like, think uh, about this right now. The only person seating <laughs> is, is Jeffy. He's the fattest <laughs> living human. I mean, that is embarrassing. That's em- it's embarrassing. It's pathetic. I'm still mobile. I'm under 600. We're good to go. <laughs> well, you're still too big to get out of here in a crane. We still haven't found the one that can do, successfully do it. I like, uh, by the way, our, uh, that hashtag. How is that not caught on? I mean, look at that at the bottom of the screen. The Jeff Fisher 18-day fat guy challenge. It is How? just the Jeffy, though. 
It said, oh, really? This is Jeff Fisher, 18-day fat yeah. guy challenge. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know what we did. 888 back. It's uh, Pat and Stu, and there's more of it. I guess uh, that was a long way of up. saying we want ice cream. Is that, uh, can we get the ice cream it's, in now? Please. We have spoons coming up next. Is it going to be another real healthy product? Well, it has to, to be. Well? It has to be ice cream because we just talked about it. Hot chocolate And as you know, oh, so good. Uh, the, oh, hot chocolate would be awesome. You got to try the ice cream. Uh, red velvet. <laughs> uh, nicely done, Jeffy. Yeah, that was, that was nice voice work. Um, that uh, Really good. As if you needed another reason to hate Jeffy, uh, <laughs> I present you spoons for today. Um, now, of course, as you may know, Jeffy has lost 20 pounds on the uh, Fat Guy Challenge. We found all of them. Yes. <laughs> We've adopted <laughs> them all into our families. Um, so we, uh, we're gross, huh? but Jeffy's actually losing well, weight. Well, you, you guys just need a... Oh, God, shut up. I can't take your freaking encouragement. I hate it. Um, I hate your positivity, and I hate your encouragement. Um, so we decided to, instead of doing spoons, because uh, Jeffy's on this big thing, he can't have, like, one gram of sugar for the next two weeks. For the 18-day challenge... See, I yeah, I would have put the kibosh on this had I been here last <laughs> No, I know. Yeah, I would have put the kibosh on I don't know what happened. I don't I know why said, I allowed no. it to happen. No. But we said, hey, let's try, let's mix it up on spoons a little bit. We'll try some healthy products instead of the typical crap that we eat. Um, so today... Look, we look have, at what this is. It's today Zupa Organic Tomatillo Jalapeno Juice. Oh, no, whatever. we're not drinking that. Uh, ick! Yeah, Jeff Fisher's not drinking Now, the last time we did this, That's one of these nasty. juices, it was so thick. Watch how thick this nasty. is. Watch this. Just drip it in really slow. It looks really good on camera. It looks like a bottle of vomit. Yeah. And I don't enjoy... Just like the other. That's what they make. Uh, that's what that company makes is bottles of vomit. It really does Ick. look like that. Uh, so let me give you the description. Uh, they love veggies, fresh veggies, drinking. crunchy, good, and healthy veggies. We bring Ooh. them all together so you can love them as much as we do. Um. Drink your vegetables. Um, this tangy tart tomato lookalike is balanced mm-hmm. with avocado. Oh, God, I hate avocado. Oh, my gosh. A squeeze of I lime. I hate avocado more than you do. And a hint of jalapeno. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be horrible, guys. This is going to be horrible. Oh. And what is the percentage? In a product like this, what percentage of it is juice? I'm going to say 5%. Oh, I bet you less than that, probably. Well, no, because they, they say juice. Does it, is the, does it say juice on the cover, on the front, on the label? It says I ready, ready. No, no, it doesn't say juice doesn't anywhere say on juice, it, does so, it? Uh, you know, I was going to say like twenty percent, but maybe I, not. I can't read this to you until after we drink it. So I will read this to you <laughs> after we drink it. Let's have a quick sip here. <laughs> no, I'm here I don't is. know if I can. I might. I don't think I can. Either. I might cheese Seriously, all over the place, and that I'm would not, not be. A it smells like a cucumber almost. Oh my gosh, that I'm not smells bad. That. Oh, that is bad. Wait, just stop wussing out. I'm not drinking this. No, because I don't want to barf all over this floor. Don't barf. Just take a quick sip. You could lose your attitude. Did you me, smell it? Young man. Yes. Are you actually going to drink that? Yes. I, it's I'm a, not, it's I'm a not taste test segment. I don't want to taste it. <laughs> Dang it. All right, here we go. I'm not. Oh, my gosh. No. That's horrible. Horrible. That's no. horrifying. What came to Pat, why weren't you here to put the juice. kibosh on this? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I do know. But. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, I know. <laughs> Sorry. That oh. is not good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The past part, but I'm not doing it. Oh, I'm gonna give that a, give that a one on a one to eighteen scale. Can we do zero? 
Or is it just, no, I guess it's one, one day 18, 18. according to, uh, one, that's a one. Um, <laughs> Jeffy, what, can you give a quick set? That's Come a on, one. Give it a quick set. Come on, we got 10 oh seconds. My. That is hideous. Look at that facial reaction. Well, Jeffy likes it. By the way, what I did not read that to you is, is hideous. ready to sip chilled vegetable soup. Oh, good heavens. Uh, we do not recommend Zupa vegetable soup. Uh, organic tomatillo jalapeno. Wow, is that bad? Worst thing we've ever tried on this show by we, far. We do recommend uh, Glenn Beck's think, think Tank, where he's we discussing. Uh, he's highly. got a chalkboard. He's been busting mm-hmm. out the chalkboard a lot lately, and he's got this version on uh, Trump and the security issues. Here it is, yo. Chaos is the thing that is being pushed around the world. And this Donald Trump thing is more chaos. So if this is true, we have to work in a non-chaotic way. We can't light the torches. We can't be for or against anything but the truth. So I want to ask a few questions because I learned this through living through and being on the air through the Clinton-Monica Lewinsky scandal. Anybody who remembers that, here's what happened. He did it. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. 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 For six solid months. That's all we talked about. Then he said, uh, yeah, I did. (laughs) Then the argument was, he did it. Doesn't matter. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Right now, we have to decide. Did what the president supposedly do leak information to the Russians, specific information of the city. That's what Washington Post said. The city where these operatives are, most likely, I'm guessing, in Iraq or Syria, where they have cross-purposes to us. He Did he say, this is where we got this information, allowing now the Russians to put together that we've got to get those guys out because... They're not fighting for us, Russia, in that particular case with Bashir. Did he do that? And if he did it, does it matter? Let me back up and ask you guys this question. Three questions. Did you guys, who agreed with Mitt Romney when he said the Russians are our biggest geopolitical force in what was it, 2012, and Barack Obama said, hey, they called and they, the 80s called and they want their foreign policy back. Did you agree with Romney or uh, Obama? Romney. 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 Romney? Okay, so we all said Romney. Yes, we agreed with them. Mainstream media and the DNC said Obama. Did you say Hillary shouldn't be around classified information? There's two questions on this. When we found out everything that she did, did we all say she's not qualified to be president? She should be disqualified because she cannot be around classified information. She's at least reckless with it. Logically. Yes. Right? We all said that, did we not? So we said yes. The mainstream media said no. Second question on this one. Did we not all say, your intent doesn't matter? When Comey said, well, her intent wasn't that, 
We all said, no, wait, hold it just a second. What she did could get people killed. It doesn't matter what her intent. Do we all agree? Yep. Correct. Mainstream media did not. Did you think it was, and treason is too strong of a word, but did you think it was really disturbing when Barack Obama put his hand on Medvedev's leg and said, hey, listen, and the mics were open? Anybody remember this? I need more time. I'll transmit the Vladimir. Didn't we all say, that's a problem, right? Mainstream media did not. We did. Which side should be leading the the torch parade right now on what's happening in the White House? The mainstream media or us? We should. Okay. Something is wrong with us because we've switched sides. We know what's wrong with them. It's all political. But we've done the same thing. So unless, unless something big here is different, and I'd like to hear your opinion, unless something big here is different, we're in the wrong if you've changed your opinion. So... We should be the ones leading this. If you want to have credibility, they'll never have credibility. We'll never have it either, unless we lead the charge on this. But what should the charge be? Jason, tell me about McMaster. Uh, McMaster is the least political general that was in the United States Army or military, besides maybe Mattis. He's a man of his word. He wrote the book on going against the grain if something goes against your principles and your ethics. Go against that. Um, I trust him unequivocally. If he says something, then I'm pretty much going with it. Okay. What, who has the story on the Washington Post? Who read the actual Washington Post story itself? Not a, not a secondary story. Did you guys read the actual Post story? Did you read it? The original one, yeah. The original story. Okay, so what did the original story claim the president do? Well, the original story didn't give a lot of details. The original story said there was some piece of classified information that was given to Russia, and it was so top secret that a lot of that information hadn't even made its way to people in the United States. Can I interject? Yes. Who here thinks that's something weird or something that never happens? Just curious. It happens almost every single day between every single nation state, especially dealing with terrorism. I'm sure There's nothing unusual about that whatsoever. We share classified, top secret, special access level intelligence with every nation state in the world. It's not unusual. However, this is five eyes. Explain five eyes, what five eyes are. Do you know what five eyes are? Five Eyes is a uh, uh, signals intelligence, uh, kind of like what the NSA deals with. It's an agreement between several nations, us, UK, Australia, New Zealand. Canada. Uh, Canada. Yeah, so there are five nations. We didn't share this information even with the Five Eyes. And they're called Five Eyes because we are the ones who watch over the West. Okay? So we didn't even share some of this information with Five Eyes. Um, and what we didn't share is the name of the group or the name of even the city of where we got this information. Because if it, again, is in Syria, what happens? If Russia knows that we have operatives in Syria and a group of people that are informing us, what happens? They'll hone in and they'll find where we did, and they'll compromise eventually how we got this information. This is like telling, we're at war, we're on the wrong, we're on the opposite sides in Syria. If it's in Syria, this is like having somebody you know, in the, in the Reichstag, uh, you know, or, or the chancellery during World War II and then telling, you know, telling Mussolini, oh, by the way, we got somebody in the chancellery. And, th- and this is a place that's a literal black hole of intelligence. Right. <laughs> no one has intelligence operatives there. Correct. So if we have it, we've seriously compromised. 
So here, let's play, I think it's probably shot number one of McMaster's Last Night. Now, remember, the Washington Post said that specifically, he didn't give away any military information. He didn't give any, he gave away a city's name that Russia would be easily, it would be easy for them to connect. Now, listen to the denial from McMaster last night. There's nothing that the president takes more seriously than the, the security of the American people. The story that came out tonight, as reported, is false. The president and the foreign minister reviewed a range of common threats to our two countries, including threats to civil aviation. At no time, at no time, were intelligence sources or methods discussed. And the president did not disclose any military operations that were not already publicly known. Two other senior officials who were present, including the Secretary of State, remember the meeting the same way and have said so. Their on-the-record accounts should outweigh those of anonymous sources. And I, I was in the room. It didn't happen. Is it a denial if he's denying something that wasn't actually even said? Thank you. Repeat that. I said, is it even considered a denial if he's denying something that the article never even said? It didn't even say that. He what did, is he denying? Well, he did say sources or methods. I could extrapolate that in saying he didn't reveal locations and stuff like that. I could, I could take You that. could until today's press conference. In today's press conference, they it was like they were listening to me on radio today, or we're all thinking alike, and it's pretty easy to think this way. The, the question in the post was, he revealed a city. We've already had one ally say, if this is true, we are not going to trust the United States with intel information anymore. That's a problem for us. So when he was asked specifically about, was there a city that was released, listen to what he says. Can I get to the question that I had, please? Um, did the president reveal a city? I mean, the spin is that the president revealed the name of the city, and that gave away information that undermined an ally. Okay, I'll, I'll answer that. Okay, so um, all of you are very familiar with the threat from ISIS. All of you are very familiar with the territory it controls. If you were to say, hey, from where do you think a threat might come from territory that ISIS controls, you would probably be able to name a few cities, I would think. And so it, it, was, it, it, was, it was nothing that you would not know from open source reporting in terms of a source of concern. And, and it, had some, it, had, it had all to do with operations that are already ongoing, have been made public for months. Jason, there's your tower of jello. That was bad. You could tell right off the bat that he was not prepared to ask, answer the question. I don't know how. But then you could also tell he was stalling to try to come up with an answer. I don't think so. I think he was very uncomfortable. I think he was prepared with that. And I think he was so uncomfortable saying that because he's not going to say, no, he didn't. It's textbook tap, tap dancing, right? That's, that was stunning That's to me. That's two different men. That is not the same man from yesterday into today. And you said earlier you unequivocally trust him. It's the same as with all the other issues. They come out and start stalling and lying. Just say you did it or you didn't do it. We'll figure out a way to move on. But don't lie and don't make it worse. He obviously did it. He obviously, Trump obviously said, you know, because we can guess it's probably somewhere in Syria you know, or northern Iraq, where ISIS is hanging out, but most likely in Syria, maybe Turkey. Okay, so we, we can boil it down. 
yes, we can guess, but that's not the same as the president saying where it is. So the things that we have to do, we have to look for, is he credible? I, I wrote this this morning with you, Jason, at seven o'clock in the morning. I don't think so. I think that, I think he is credible. I think that was a credible man saying, yes, he did say the city. Are there any other sources that could be leaking this to, as disinformation? Yes. The Russians were also in the room. With their press corps. With their press corps. I mean, <laughs> this could be something to discredit and cause chaos. We need to subpoena the White House record. We need to subpoena Thomas Bossert. He's, he was specifically mentioned twice in the article of what he knew. We need to subpoena McMaster, and we need to follow best practices. But if we find that the president did indeed do something that we all would have said Hillary Clinton cannot be president for, do we say the president should resign and it should be President Pence? Or do we say, ah, it's nothing. 